This is Psalms to God, Season 2, Bonus Content. What is Valentine's Day? You can find the show notes for this episode at www.psalmstogod.com. This is what the Lord says. Do not learn the way of the nations or be terrified by the signs in the heavens, although the nations are terrified by them, for the customs of the peoples are worthless. Jeremiah chapter 10, verses 2 and 3, CSB. Hey guys, welcome back to the Psalms to God podcast. This is your host, Ree. Um, if you follow my blog, then you know I'm not really a big holiday person. Um, and this holiday has been sneaking under the radar. I don't think I've said anything about it on my blog. Um, I've definitely not mentioned it on the podcast. And I've actually never celebrated it. So that's probably also why I don't generally talk about it that much. But today we're going to talk about Valentine's Day because I want to talk to you guys about the origin of the holiday. We've been talking about precision of language and we've been talking about the importance of knowing what it is you're talking about when you say something. What are you defining? What are you talking about? What does it actually mean? And knowing the origin of something is very important in determining what its purpose is whether or not you should have anything to do with it and how it is being used by the spiritual realm and the powers that be. Um, Valentine's Day is often lauded as a Christian holiday. It's often tied to Saint Valentine. um, And there are several different men that people think are quote unquote Saint Valentine. There is lore about a priest who married people in secret. There's lore about somebody, a priest who had been jailed and he fell in love with the jailer's daughter and gave her, um, I guess, a letter right before he died on February 14th. And then um, he, like, I guess he signed it from your Valentine or something like that. Um, I also heard something about a massacre one time. I don't remember that particularly. I'll look I'll look for a link and post it in the show notes, but I definitely remember at one point somebody talking about like some sort of massacre on Valentine's Day. Um, But there's a lot of lore that always links back to the Catholic Church, which definitely raises an alarm, um, raises some warning flags, because as you'll see during the season, I want to talk about the history of the church. And um, as we talk about like I said, this precision of language, knowing origins of things. And you'll find that the Catholic Church had a very, very long history, has a very, very long history of taking pagan things and trying to make them Christian. But God has explicitly said that that's not how things work. You can't just go take traditions and and principles from paganism and then say like, oh, this is actually Christian. And then suddenly it becomes Christian. That's not how things work. So... 
everything that we do should glorify God, including the holidays that we celebrate. And the actual origin of Valentine's Day is in this Roman festival called Lupercalia. I went and looked up this holiday, Lupercalia, because I was curious as to um, what it stood for, how close it was to modern Valentine's Day, things like that. And guys, it's kind of creepy. Like I was, I wasn't expecting what I found. So Lupercalia was replaced by Valentine's Day in the fifth century by the Catholic Church, of course. Um, and what it was, it like there are a couple of different deities that they believe it could have been associated with. Um, one of them was a deity that was tied to like wolves, which makes sense because the word lupus in Latin means wolf, not lupus, the the disease or the sickness, but lupus like a wolf. Um, and um, another deity was associated with like fertility in every iteration of who it was for. Um, this holiday was in mid-February. It was basically on February 15th. So it would have been the day after what we call Valentine's Day. Um, but it was actually like a series of days. And I think the main, like the main feast or something happened on the 15th, but it was like a couple of days. Like, so February 14th was included in that range of days. And the holiday was in fact a fertility rite or a, a, a festival based upon fertility, which doesn't seem too far off from it being a quote unquote romance holiday today. What these people did for this holiday sounds absolutely crazy to me, but I'm going to tell you guys straight from the encyclopedia what the ritual was and let you guys make your own decision. Um, so it started off with them sacrificing goats and a dog, and then they would take the blood of the animals and touch it to the, the head of the priests, the pagan priests and then they would wipe the blood away with wool that had been dipped in milk the priests were then required to laugh i don't know what's funny about killing the goat and the dog and wiping away blood i don't know but they were required to laugh for this portion of the ceremony or the festival and then they would have a feast at some point they would cut like strips or thongs from the skin of the animals and then they would run around and they would strike the women who came near them with this animal skin this bloody animal skin and being touched by that but you know the the woman who was touched by that was said to become fertile so that was basically the ritual and then of course like i said in the 5th century, the Catholic Church decided to rename it the Feast of Purification and, you know, try to make it into a Christian holiday. Guys, um, that's super creepy. It's super weird. Um, it's, it's a little far off from what we do in the sense that we don't run around striking people with dead animal skins but there's still this aspect of fertility romance 
um, coming together for a feast. Most people who celebrate Valentine's Day are doing some sort of dinner um, or, you know, taking their significant out, significant other out for lunch or dinner or something like that. Breakfast in bed. There is a lot of things that are tied into those kinds of concepts. Um, and what's more is when you jump into the modern Valentine's Day, what we see today that they have so-called Christianized and turned into a new holiday, if you want to believe that you can actually take something and change it into a, a Christian thing, you can't, but we're not going to argue that right now because this is one of the shorter episodes, but um, vestiges of Roman paganism still exist in our modern Valentine's Day. So when you think of Valentine's Day, you think of hearts, you think of love, and you think of Cupid? Yeah, you think of Cupid. Cupid was a Roman deity, and he was the Roman god of love. So that whole concept is still very much present in our modern Valentine's Day. It's Like I said, it never left its origins of being pagan. Um, it tried, but it just can't shed what it is. You know, it can put on new clothes, but it's still what it is. And um, with Cupid, there's a whole series of problems. I mean, aside from the fact that he is a Roman deity and clearly we're not supposed to be dealing with these pagan deities and things like that, but there's also the issue that the image of Cupid is what people have kind of uh, stylized as what a cherub looks like. They People believe that cherubs look like little babies with wings. And that is not what a cherub looks like. That's not how they're described in the Bible. And so that's also how people can look at something like Cupid and believe that it's associated with Christianity. Even though I feel like most people, if you talk to them, they know that Cupid is not a Christian you know, angel, and they know that he's associated with some sort of Greek mythology or something like that. We have become um, so numb to these things, so immune to these things that we just say it and we associate things with God that are not to be associated with God. Again, like I said, precision of language, precision of action, knowing exactly what is biblical and what is not biblical. So all things Valentine's Day are not biblical. And now before people, you know, get super, you know, in a bunch and, and confused, not biblical does not automatically mean bad. It means it's not from the Bible. I personally do think that its associations with paganism make it bad. But I just wanted to throw that out there because when I say non not biblical. I'm not necessarily saying evil or bad. I'm just saying it's not from the Bible. And I think more so than trying to convict you of it being wrong, um, which is my personal conviction, I think each person has to be convicted. That's the job of the Holy Spirit to convict you as to whether it's right or wrong and whether you should or shouldn't be participating in it. What I want people to understand is the difference between things that people have made up, things that man has made up, things that have absolutely no ties to the God of the Bible, things that may even be 
counter to the God of the Bible. Being able to separate that is very important. Um, As we talked about in the previous episode with Michael, when Satan attacks a point, he's going to come for the weak link of the point. And if you have attached something to God that is not of God, it's not truth. It's not real. It's not right. And that's what Satan's going to come attack. And when he brings that down and shows you that that's false, you don't want everything else to crumble. You want to be able to understand, oh, Valentine's Day is a pagan holiday. It has nothing to do with Christianity. It's not good. That has nothing to do with my faith in God. That has nothing to do with my faith in the Bible because none of this has anything to do with the Bible. And it may seem like a stretch to mention all of that, in the context of Valentine's Day, because I don't think people really focus on it from a Christian aspect, but it's very important as you get into holidays like Easter and Christmas, because if you cannot separate them from God, because they're not Christian, they're pagan, then when people begin to attack it, it feels like they're attacking God. And when you understand that they are pagan, then you will start to see God differently when it actually has nothing to do with God. I hope that makes sense. So that's why I wanted to point out the origins of Valentine's Day and talk to you guys about how it has nothing to do with Christianity. It has nothing to do with Christ. It has nothing to do with the God of the Bible. And it is actually very, very pagan in origin. Now, like I said, I think each person should be convicted in their heart. So Um, you know, I would suggest that you, if you did not know this information, that you pray about it, um, and determine for yourself how you feel about it. Um, you should also do some research on the consumerist aspect about it. Um, I could stop and talk about this, but I wanted this to be a shorter episode, so I'm not going to go into how much people spend on the holiday, but that should also be a red flag. There are a lot of things you can do to show somebody that you love them that don't involve Valentine's Day. Um, You can still have a special day that you do things. And it can even be a tradition that you and your significant other do the same, you know, do something on the same day every year. This is what anniversaries are for. But also, like, you will have special days, you and that person, that are significant to you. It can be a first that you share together, the first time you took a trip together, the first time you kissed, the first time you met, the first time you went on a date. There are lots of things that are significant to you. It could be anything. Like, you know your relationship. I don't. Um, Or you can just pick a day. It doesn't have to be a date that's mandated by society. And you can choose that day to just do something special. You can also do just because surprise special things for your spouse, which personally I would prefer that kind of a thing where it's just like, ah, I was just thinking about you and I decided to plan something nice for you. And it doesn't have to be expensive. Um, Just think about what it means, what you're trying to say when you are celebrating this holiday and why. Why are you going through these steps? Why are you spending this money? Is there a more godly way to do this? And how is God being glorified through your actions? And I think as long as you keep those things in in focus, then you will make um, good decisions and you will follow the path that God has set for you. So without further ado, enjoy the rest of your evening um, or day. I don't really know what time you're listening to this. So enjoy your day um, and have a great weekend. 
See you guys next week. Bye.